It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. My name is Tom Scarta, and I am your host and franchise consultant, advisor, um, and all-around nice guy is trying to help everybody understand franchising, what it takes, the pros, the cons, um, and what it takes mentally to actually run a business. So everything you want to know about franchising. So check out my book, uh, Franchise Savvy, on Amazon. It's the number one bestseller. And I just released an online course. It's really 45 videos, everything that I know about franchising and how to pick one of the best brands that you can for you. Today, I have one of the best brands out there, in my opinion, and I am talking today with Jason Olson, who is the president and CEO of Image Studios. So Image Studios is one of my favorite concepts because, in my opinion, it's COVID-resistant and Amazon-resistant, not to mention recession-resistant. We're going to talk about all of that in a second. So um, Jason comes uh, as a serial entrepreneur out of the automobile industry and now actually is involved with the salon suite industry. Um, Right now, his franchise that started just a handful of years ago has 179 units in 19 states, and um, he loves running, which I don't. Uh, he loves skiing, which I used to until I marry someone who doesn't. And, uh, and we both love flying planes. So, hey, Jason, welcome to the Franchise Academy. Tom, good to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is great to see you. And I just got to say hats off to your brother, Sean. Uh, I miss him. Haven't seen him in a long time. Maybe we'll catch him at a conference sometime soon. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be out soon. So, yeah. Very cool. Well, I'm, I'm excited to have you on the show. You guys have a lot shaken at Image Studios. So just briefly, what is Image Studios? Yeah, so Image Studios is a salon suite. And for those of you that might not know what that is, think about uh, like Regis or WeWork. So an executive office suite, turnkey office space for startups. Ours is the same, but for beauty professionals, so anyone in the beauty industry, hairstylist, nail artist, esthetician, who wants to leave a salon or a spa and go open up their own business can move into Image Studios and rent and lease a a studio, 10 foot by 15 foot, you know, one person, maybe two person salon that we build out so they can easily get started in business. They don't have to build out anything. They can get started, you know, the next day after they sign if they want. And it's just great because it provides such a good platform for these entrepreneurial professionals to open up a business much easier than traditional ways have had in the past. So you're opening an opportunity to folks who might, you know, quote unquote, split a chair in a salon because it's like whoever cuts your hair, if they don't own the studio, they are splitting whatever you pay them for the haircut 50-50 usually with the owner of the salon. So here you could you know, for almost pennies on the dollar, I don't want to minimalize it, but for a very low amount of money, you could have your own studio. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So instead of giving up half of what you generate as a commission, you can go out on your own and keep all of that. 
and then be independent, have that freedom of owning your own business as a hairstylist or nail artist. So it's really great. It's uh, creates a lot of opportunity. And the beauty industry is highly entrepreneurial. A lot of people that are in it, most of them get in it because at one point in the future, they want to own their own salon or spa one day. So it's a great, great solution to the, the industry, you know, drive to be entrepreneurs. Yeah. It is really a unique opportunity in my opinion. So let's just say I'm a hairstylist. I come to you. I, I rent out my spot. Um, do I have to generate the customers myself or are you doing that? We have some good uh, lead gen that comes from our website and our locations page, but typically most, most people that are coming to Image Studios to open up their own business have been in the industry 10.2 years on average. Um, they have a full clientele. They're at a point in their career where, you know, in a service industry, once that time is booked, you're booked solid. They're really looking for where's my next move? Where do I Where's my next home that is my permanent home as a business owner? So they're looking from leaving as an employee to becoming an owner. So at that point, most of our people are all very, uh, they've got a full book or a mostly full book of clientele. Um, we aren't a great fit for people fresh out of beauty school. It's important that people in the industry who are new really cut their teeth working in a big salon, learning from their mentors there. Um, in the terms of the career path, we're at the, you know, the latter part of a career path where this is where you go once you get really good. So we kind of attract that top tier level of beauty professional. Cool. So as an owner of the franchise, so I come to you instead of renting a spot. Now I want to buy the franchise and I want to open up one in my town. Does that mean really I don't have any employees? I don't have any real marketing that I have to do as the franchise owner? Correct. So, and this is part of what drew me to this industry coming from you know, the auto industry running car dealerships in Salt Lake City, um, you know, there's a business with a lot of employees, very low margins, lots of competition, and a lot of risk. And what drew me to this was the fact that this was, uh, a, it offered so much freedom. So my time as an entrepreneur, I still had time to run my other business in the auto business when I started Image. Um, I did not have to have employees. I, you know, operating this business, you are, you are a landlord mentor and coach is what I call it. Um, you're working with people who are wanting to move in, you're managing the property. But again, these are people who are, are looking for, for a place where they can call home. Um, and so what we do to assist franchisees is help them also when they get a site selected, we start some aggressive pre-marketing campaigns online um, so that our goal is when people open for business, open their salon suite, they are at 100% occupancy. Um, and so that is our target for every new store. Um, we've seen a lot of success in hitting that with a lot of our new stores that are coming online this year. Um, and so it's just been great to... <clears throat> Not only is the business easy and, and is a lifestyle business, but it's also one that uh, you can reach maximum revenue sometimes as soon as you open. And, you know, a lot of businesses, it takes years to build up that momentum. Um, and in this case, it, it can be a lot shorter if people are doing the right things and recruiting and following the process. That is awesome. So as a franchise owner or a prospective franchisee, um, do you prefer me to have uh beauty industry experience? 
No. And, you know, a lot of people look at this and they, they get a little intimidated because they go, well, I, I don't know anything about the beauty industry. And, you know, neither did I. I, am, I did not have a background in beauty. <clears throat> um, what I found was this industry, uh, again, if you are in the skills part of it, if you were on the ground, you know, running and coaching people on how to do better services, you for sure will need to have that experience. In this case, we're building space, providing support as an entrepreneur to these other entrepreneurs. Um, but we also recognize their expertise is in the beauty world. Ours is in the business world. So our franchisees are coached and, and instructed on how to also provide that support on the business side for these beauty professionals that move in to give them that training. Because if you think about it, when you're in the beauty industry, you went to a trade school to learn a skill. Business topics are not huge on the curriculum. And so unfortunately, even though everyone wants to eventually open their own salon or spa one day, they're not training them how to do that. And business is, business is another science you have to learn. Yeah. Well said. I love it. And you help fill in those gaps for the franchise owners, thereby also helping their uh, rentees, I guess, um, and, and the folks that rent out their spots. So who is a good owner like what kind, what prospect are you looking for to buy a franchise? You know, we have, <clears throat> we have so many wonderful partners and success at image that, you know, our image owners, our franchisees, I think on, uh, you know, one of the most important things we look for is business partners with high intelligence, high energy, but above all integrity. Um, we, you know, we want people who are driven by goals, who, uh, who, are good at receiving feedback and coaching, you know, we're a franchise system that's really interested in their big picture plans. Like what does 10 years and 20 years look like for each of our owners? We want to help them get to that. So we want to know, you know what are your long-term goals? We look at this and is a very long-term play, right? And I've always said, when you play long-term games, you get long-term prizes. Mm. You know, you think short-term, you get short-term prizes. And so this is, this is really where it's a long, long investment for all of us. And so we really partner up with people who, who love the business, who see the value in the brand and who, who align with our culture and our team and, you know, our personality as a brand. And I think that's, what's important too. When people are out there looking at franchises, there's a lot of different options in, in almost every sector that's out there. And that's good. You need to be able to to investigate and look at how you align with a brand that, that makes you feel really, you know, it, it's how you identify as well. The brand you buy is just like the brands we buy at the store. It, everything we typically buy, we align with in some way or identify with. When you start a business as well, you either create that brand or you align with one that's already created. And that's really where is I always encourage people to really make sure, does this also align with your personal core values, your personality, your, is, you know, is this the lifestyle business you want? Um, but do, asking those right questions and working with the right people is really how we've built such an incredible group of like-minded individuals that are now, you know, taking the image brand all across the country. Yeah, absolutely. And so you kind of started to talk about competition why would somebody want to choose Image Studios as opposed to another brand? Um, I, I would first say uh, there's 
there's other brands that do this that are probably great fits for people. Uh, you know, not we're not a one size fit for everyone, and and no brand really should be. I think if you become a one size outfit, you lose your uniqueness and competitive advantage. And so I think when we look at who's attracted to our brand in the salon suite industry, I think what we see a lot of is is entrepreneurs who love our culture and core values. Our core values are creativity, freedom, and success. These are the pillars of everything we do, but, you know, creativity, we're in a creative industry. We're, we're creatives ourselves. We're creating beautiful spaces. The freedom aspect is, is given. We all want freedom. You know, a lot of people say, well, I want control. And I say, yeah, perfect. Well, what control is, is a desire to control outcomes. So you have freedom, right? And I think when we look at freedom and control, what we're trying to do is maximize the one resource we can never make more of, which is time. And so like, it, it should be every entrepreneur's number one goal to have freedom. And if it's not, if it's money, I think people have to remember, you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. And so you need to be thinking money gets you more time, but we want to make sure freedom for us is huge. It's a lifestyle business that offers lots of freedom. It's not a nine to five. And then the success part of our core values isn't monetary success. That is a nice byproduct, but it's the success that the platform creates for these entrepreneurs. As an owner of an image studios, it is really hard to understand how rewarding it is until you open your first one and you see you've got 35 suites that are full of 35 startups who are all the energy of entrepreneurship is so exciting. You are surrounded by entrepreneurs uh, constantly in this business and it is, it's just fun to be there. And so it becomes a really, it's a very high reward concept. Um, and then on top of that, I think too, you know, the big appeal that we see with our owners is design. You know, you walk into these spaces and people's mouths drop. They look around and they just, this is, these are designed to be best in class, very, very luxurious look and feel. You know, we wanted to build a brand that looked like something you'd see in LA, New York, or Miami, but we wanted to democratize that and bring it everywhere across the country. So you see these gorgeous stores in Salt Lake City and Denver and Omaha in Birmingham, you know, places where people don't get this kind of quality. And it just, it matters so much because this is the beauty industry. Um, image, Im it literally and metaphorically, image is everything in beauty, right? And it becomes, our brand is as well. And we look at how we continually bring the very best to the beauty industry to help them use it as a platform for success. I just love that. Um, but I have um, an elephant in the room. I want to talk about uh, COVID. Did, did COVID affect you guys? Yeah, co <laughs> yeah, COVID, that was fun. Uh, <clears throat> you know, in the beginning, it was real fun when everything started shutting down one by one in every city across the country, just as we all saw, and we're all locked down. Um, you know, what was really interesting, though, was the the impact COVID had on our business model, because when things reopened slowly in different states, people were allowed to go back to work. Well, just because you could go back to work doesn't mean you're okay with being around people. And salons are very crowded places. Um, and so even if a, if a hair professional was comfortable going back to work, a lot of their clients weren't because their clients like, I don't want to go sit in a chair and be around all these other people. And so during the shutdowns, it gave a lot of people a lot of time to think. And we don't get as humans like this will be that was probably one of the last opportunities where like humanity had time to just stop doing things for you just had to force 
closure of, of things. You just had to just chill. Yeah. And that time is precious. And it gave a lot of people time to reevaluate where they're at. Am I really doing what I want to be doing? And if I am, am I doing it in the right place? And so we saw just an enormous uh, amount of demand coming out of the shutdowns. We had uh, record leasing activity across the country during the shutdowns. We signed more leases in our stores across the country when you couldn't go to any of these stores. It's because we pivoted. We went to virtual tours. Um, and it was just, and so, and it's continued strong. So coming out of COVID, the salon suite industry has never been stronger. There's uh, so much opportunity for growth and development that gets exciting because this is, this has been a big shift in the beauty industry for the last 15 years. Um, but it's really accelerating now because of COVID and I, I shouldn't say post COVID it's uh, post vaccine. Um, yeah. because unfortunately I think COVID's here forever, but <laughs> Yeah, it's post 2020, 2021, whatever that means. Yeah. But that's true. And, and if, you know, if you're listening to this um, and you've never been to a salon suite, go to the website, which is? Yeah, our website, imagestudios360.com. Um, go on there, check out the virtual tours. There's also a Matterport 3D tour. You can actually go through a real salon that's in Dallas and get a really good feel of, again, the environment and the, the look right. and feel of what the brand is. And the point, the point I want to make is that each of these, we'll call it on average 35 units within a studio location, are, I think you said 10 by 15, and they're enclosed in glass. And, and so it makes it COVID safe. There's only one person and one salon employee in that room at one time. That's the way it always was. It was set up to be like that. And now it just works really well in, in you know, this environment that we live in. Um, moreover, there's like those intercom systems. So when somebody comes, they kind of ring the doorbell to, you know, let, get let in. Um, and, and so they're not coming in until they're ready. You say, hey, I'm here. And then this, the hairstylist can text the person in their car and say, okay, I'm ready for you. Let me buzz you in. So it's it's like that safe. And that's I just want to make that point. Mm -hmm. uh, I know it's kind of boring for you, Jason, but... <laughs> you no, know, but it's... <clears throat> you know, I think anytime you, you got to look at, you know, businesses that do really well solve a problem or solve a set of problems really well, right? And so these are all problems. Like you have to solve these problems for consumers, for your customers. Um, and so, yeah, and, and again, the way these 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 suites, these turnkey spaces for beauty really solve so many problems um, in so many ways and provide not only solutions, but opportunities on the flip side, which again, makes it exciting to where this is really changing the beauty industry in a, in a really significant way. So you would, before we went on the air, you said you had some stats about the industry. I wanted to see if we can talk about that for a minute. I think you might even have something to share. Um, if you're watching video, we could, um, you could see this on video. Yeah. Let me, and just to sh what I'll share is uh, some stats on, you know, the beauty industry size and the growth potential of uh, salon suites. Um, is that showing up there? Mm -hmm. So just, just a quick rundown. So 
obviously where we're at today, there's about 1.3 million licensed cosmetologists in the United States. Um, so these are people, hairstylists, nail artists, estheticians, uh, massage therapists, and so forth. So these are people that have a license to practice beauty. Um, as of now, there's around 2,400 salon suite locations across the country that are open. Um, <clears throat> that equates to about 84,000 uh, cosmetologists that are in salon suites today, because each location has on average 30 to 35 professionals. So right now we're salon suites as a whole is about 6% of the beauty industry. So it's a really, really small fraction um, of the whole five years from now, based on the current growth trends, we expect around 1.57 uh, licensed cosmetologists in the US. So obviously that cohort grows. Um, and then another 2000 locations added in the salon suite industry, which would be about 154,000 cosmetologists, but it's at five years from now, we estimate just under 10% of the industry um, moves into salon suites from the 6% where we're at today. Then we look long-term 10 years down the road, just under 2 million cosmetologists that will be in the United States, um, a total of around 8,200 salon suites, which is about 287,000 beauty professionals, which is about 14.4% of the entire industry. Um, why I think that's important. Let me see if I can stop sharing this here. Um, let me, uh, why is that not letting me? So do you have an escape button? Because I should shut it down. If you, go well, the, if you go to the share button below, um, and do it that way, maybe. Yeah, it disappeared on me. I've got two screens. I wonder if, uh, there we go. Okay, sorry about that. Um, so why I wanna point out that, so again, that in 10 years from now, we look at a you know an industry concentration of around 14 to 15% of the industry in salon suites. Um, just to put some context into that number today, and historically, about one third, so one out of every three beauty professionals in the United States has been independent through booth rent. So meaning they've been renting a chair at a salon. Now, when they rent a chair at a salon, they're an independent sole proprietor. They're running their own business. They're paying rent for the chair. Uh, they're, in, they're responsible for getting clients in. Um, so while they are independent, they are still under someone else's brand in a traditional salon setting. So right now, one in three people are already in the independent part of the industry. What we're looking at is shifting those that are getting a lesser than experience booth renting and moving them into the suite side um, and renting a studio. And so there, that's, again, a large part of where this, this will grow in addition to new people entering the industry who will go into salon suites without even booth renting at some point because that's just not a good option as they you know, get into the industry and realize the opportunity in a salon suite. So when, I look, when we look at 10 years down the road, getting to that 14 or 15% mark, it really is actually a very conservative approach because, again, right now, as of today, 30% of this industry is already on their own. So it's not as big of a leap getting people into a space where they're, they're on their own as an entrepreneur. Yeah, and I think that a lot of, I guess what you got to understand is that it's that stylist's business. So if they want to, 
close three days a week, that's up to them. They can make appointments anytime they want, as opposed to when you're splitting a chair with the salon owner, you have to work on his or her schedule. Mm-hmm. So we're working Saturdays till 6 p.m. You know, you're working Saturday till 6 p.m. So it, it's a much freer option where you get to keep, you know, almost 100 percent of the money as opposed to less than 50%. <laughs> and it's really it's it's really part of this gig economy trend that you see that's happening in a lot of industries. So remote work, if you're a graphic designer, if you're an artist, if you, you know, look at Uber and ride sharing and what that's done where people can, you know, participate and work on their own schedules when they want, how they want. Um, the WeWork model has exploded. Obviously, uh, uh, executive office suites are not new, but they've been, you know, exploding. The the clear indication is is you know entrepreneurs and professionals alike want more freedom and control. And again, freedom and control gets you more time spent how you want. So mm-hmm. that's why I think things like this are just they're prime for explosion because it's solving a big problem, which is uh, you know scarcity of time. Yeah, no question about it. And and I just got to say, I got to add something here, which is kind of editorial on my part. But, you know, they say that you can't buy time. But I'm persuaded if you have a business that has great systems, you can buy time. And so what I mean by that is <clears throat> if you have a business and it's making money, you hire people to do the things that you don't like to do. Eventually, you might make so much money You can hire people to do everything for you in your life, everything, uh, except for workout, unfortunately, but um, that's buying time when when you can have enough money to say, I'm going to hire somebody to be my executive assistant and go to the dry cleaners and the car wash for me. I know that doesn't sound like everyday life to people, but it is totally attainable in the franchise world because everything is built on systems. And if you execute properly, execute this model properly, you can make a lot of money and have a lot of time too. So to wrap it up, I wanted to talk about um, flying planes and being a pilot and how that really unlikely, unexpectedly prepared you for business ownership. We talked about it a little bit earlier before we went on the air. So can you expound on that? Yeah. So that Tom and I are both pilots. We got talking about flying and, um, you know, one of the things I've always said when I got my pilot's license about 16 years ago, that process of getting that license and, and going through the process of how that works made me a better entrepreneur. And the reason being is when you learn to fly you, there's some time spent learning how to take off and land and cruise, right? The majority of your time flying, probably I would say 95% of training is training for emergencies. So it's simulating engine failures. It's simulating a spin. It's simulating a forward slip to land or whatever it is that could be a potential problem. You are going to think through it and go through the checklist. And um, so flying taught me, you know, I think 
when you look at business and entrepreneurship, there's it's risk reward, right? That's that's very obvious. We all know that. What is risk, right? Risk is what's left over once you've thought of everything. Like mm-hmm. we, you just you you just it's just not possible to be that clairvoyant to think through everything. Um, and so you know what you what the key is is looking at how you know that's part of what franchising is so good for is there's a lot of lessons learned through prior mistakes during you know growth models that like I went through. But with flying, you look at mitigation and what if scenarios constantly. I became a better driver after I got my pilot's license because I'm thinking much further down the road, literally metaphorically, um, of if there's an issue, what's my next plan? And when you're flying, you are taught constantly every time, every minute you fly, you are scouting out a potential place to have an emergency landing. What is my what is my best alternative place to land? And this is just normal. You just have to start thinking. You are always prepared because you are always thinking ahead about what could happen. I think there's a fine line too between thinking about what ifs and then becoming paralyzed to act. And I think that's where a lot of times people looking into entre- getting into entrepreneurship and franchising, you know, you need, need to understand the risk is part of the game, but the, but there's also the idea of, of reduced risk, but also a big part of success. And what you, what you see is that you also have confidence in yourself that if you, you you can't figure it all out up front, no matter how much you think through everything, but the confidence that if something hard comes up, that you'll have the confidence, you can figure that out when it comes up. And I'm, and you don't even know what that might be, but because most things can't be figured out in advance. Uh, some people never start because they're worried about that. What if there's that thing I can't figure out? And I, I think one of the things I've learned is it just requires a good thought process, a, th- a good mental model of how you approach problem solving. And most importantly, a team and a network you can rely on and say, what do you do when this happens? What have you done? What would you recommend, right? Like this mentorship that you get when you're part of a franchise. I remember when I had started Image Studios and I had three locations open um, and it was lonely because I was making lots of mistakes at the time. Uh, I was learning a lot, but I didn't have anyone to go to and say, what are you, am I doing this right? Like, I, I think I'm doing it right. No, I know what like competitors are doing, but like, you know, and I think that's where entrepreneurship is inherently lonely because you're on an Island, but kind of by yourself. And uh, that's why franchising is, is completely opposite. It's, it's a very high reward community-based network of, I mean, everyone that is in this brand is an investor who's invested in the best outcome possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so you tap into that collective intelligence, you get to learn from that. And then you also get to contribute back to that once you get in here, which is so great as you're not just a student, but also a teacher. It's, I love, I love this whole network. I love how it works. I love how franchising helps create so many good processes that ultimately re- relate and result in people having more freedom. It's amazing. Well said. Wow. Um, that blew me away. I wasn't prepared for all of that. That's great. Um, unfortunately, we've got to tie it up. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on the show. How can people contact you and find out more about Image Studios? 
Yeah. So the best, best place uh, we've got, uh, again, our website, imagestudios360.com. You'll find all sorts of things on that site that will help you get a good idea of, of the, the environment, these spaces, who we are as a team. And then I also recommend following uh, Image Studios on LinkedIn. Just search Image Studios and it'll, it'll pop right up. Um, we post a lot of great content on there on our growth and, and where we're headed. And so you'll find lots of, lots of great information there. And then uh, also our YouTube. If you just search us on YouTube, Image Studios, Salon Suites, we have lots of great content, um, virtual tours, interviews with franchisees, interviews with beauty professionals, how the concept works, all that great stuff. So you can immerse yourself in the whole business model. That is fantastic. Well, I, I just really appreciate your time. All that information will be on the franchiseacademy.com. So go to my website, thefranchiseacademy.com, and you can link into uh, Jason and Image Studios right through there. So again, Jason, thank you so much. And I hope to see you soon at our franchise conference somewhere in America. We will. All right. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. See you soon. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.